Hey everybody, thank you for tuning into the Blossoming Britney podcast. This is episode number 11, which I know I've said this a bunch of times, but now that we're at 11, it's real. We are into double digits. I've been doing this for a couple months now, and I didn't quite think that we would get to 11. But hey, that's awesome. Um, I'm really... Um, glad that you tuned in to listen to today's podcast and I really hope that it's something that challenges you, something that pricks you, something that stretches you and even gives you a different perspective on, you know, this Christian life and our Christian walk. Um, I always like to start by saying, I don't know how you found this podcast. If it was a friend that sent it to you, or if you found it on the blog or you found it through social media, but whatever method you found it, I just wanted to say thank you for listening. Thank you for spending your few minutes to listen to the things that God has to say um, and to help stretch us and grow us and make us more like him. So without any further ado, let's get into today's podcast. I know you looked at the title like, what? A mind to suffer? Who wants to suffer? Nobody. Nobody. Really, truly, and honestly, nobody wants to suffer. But there is a principle that is taught throughout the Bible that, unfortunately, many Christians don't hear about too much anymore. We don't talk about suffering anymore. However, suffering and a mind to suffer is a huge part of our Christian walk. And if we don't allow the Holy Spirit to birth the mind to suffer in us, then we become ineffective and weak as Christians. You guys know if you listen to any other of my podcasts that I want us to grow. The whole purpose of everything that I say and everything that I post, except for the jokes, is for us to grow to be more like Christ. And who has the greatest example of suffering? Well, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He came um, to earth and he suffered for us. He gave up his life through death on the cross, which was the ultimate suffering for us and he came to serve and to serve and to give up his entire life as service unto us and it wasn't self-centered it wasn't um, self-serving it wasn't self-indulgent it was for our benefit now a mind to suffer and suffering are two different things having a mind to suffer says that I am willing to go through what ever comes my way no matter the cost no matter what it costs me which is what I just said (laughs) but no matter what it takes no matter what it looks like I'm willing to suffer for the sake of the work of God for the sake of the gospel for the sake of the assignment that I've been sent on but suffering is you know the active is actually suffering but having a mind to suffer says that I'm willing Just because we have a mind to suffer doesn't necessarily mean that we will always be suffering, but it means that I'm prepared to suffer. 
I was reading a book by Watchman Nee, and this is where I'm getting a lot of the content for today, FYI. It's called The Character of the Lord's, Lord's Worker, and there's a chapter called A Mind to Suffer. And I've been meditating on this chapter for a, a couple weeks at this point, and it's just something that's stirring in my spirit and I really wanted to share. Because I think that, you know, it's necessary for us to take on this mindset so that way we can be ultimately be, um, what's the word I'm trying to say? We can be useful to our maximum potential, useful to the work of the kingdom. If you don't have a mind to suffer, if you have any area in your life that is off limits to God, that you're not willing to put in the work to develop or to deal with the pain of it physically, then that is an area that, that the enemy can actually pull on. That's an area that he can actually hinder your work to God. You'll put, you'll, <clears throat> sorry, you'll get to a point where it's like, God, I can't do that. And you'll be willing to tell God, no. But when we were bought, we were bought with a price. And the Bible tells us that we are not our own. So we have no control or rights to our lives. Yet, and still we try to invoke this. Yes, we have free will. Thank you, God. We have free will and we can make the choice. But when you really have given your life to Christ, then your life is not your own. I've said this before. I'll say it again. We sing the song. My life is not my own. To you I belong. I give myself. I give myself to you. And then we take our lives right back. After the moment is over. After the song is over. After we leave church or whatever the case is. We end up just taking it back like we say god my life is not my own except for this part right here you can have all the rest of it god but you can't have this and what what kind of what kind of life is that what kind of nonsense is that we that's not right that's not accurate when we have been bought with a price we truly don't belong to ourselves every part of us we have to give god access to that was weird. We have to give God access <laughs> to every part of our lives. And that includes the parts that hurt. That includes the part that include suffering. That includes the parts that, that cause discomfort. That includes, you know, even being willing to go beyond our physical self, beyond our comfort. That's going to take some discipline, y'all. And I'm, that's another podcast for another day. But discipline is paramount to our relationship with Christ. Like, to being able to do what he's called us to do. But when we don't give God access to these places that I was talking about, and we, you know, take our lives back, then that puts us in a position for the enemy to come in and wreak, wreak havoc in our lives. Because we didn't give God control of it. There are areas, if there are areas in your life that you haven't given God full access to, I guarantee that those are some of the same areas that the enemy comes in and he plays in your life. And I know because I've done it and I'm walking it out. Like for me, I'm having to walk out. You know, there are some areas in my heart. If you listen to podcast number nine, I'm still working through, you know, some of the stuff in my heart. And it was because I held tight to those things and I didn't want to suffer through them. I didn't want to feel the pain of the stuff that had crept up into my heart. I didn't even really want to face the music. 
But when I really began to open up and let God into those places, then I could see how the enemy had been like playing in my mind because I didn't give God my heart. But specifically in those areas, in the areas of, um, just to put myself out there, in the areas of, you know, being authentically who God created me to be, in the area of um, comparison, I like I struggle really bad comparing myself to other people and not feeling like I measured up um, in the area of um, competition, like competing with other people just to make myself feel better um, instead of being in my own lane and staying in my own lane and doing exactly what God called me to just because I couldn't find anybody doing what God was showing me to do. So like these are areas that I'm still walking out the area of rejection rejection had taken root in my life at such an early age and um I live my life out of the fruits of rejection because I didn't want to suffer through going and doing the work and allowing the Holy Spirit in to do the work to pull up those things because guys that stuff hurts like that it really hurts to deal with and I wrote a blog post a couple of months ago, I think at this point, it's called Rejecting Rejection. And it just, you know, I'm coming to terms with who God made me. And in order to be processed into who he made me, it hurts. The process hurts sometimes. The process requires us to suffer and to just know that God is God. And whatever comes my way and whatever he requires of me, whatever it takes, I'm willing to deal with it. I'm willing to suffer through it. I'm willing to like embrace the blows and just rock with it and do it and be and say and discover and whatever. Everything that God called me to do, we have to get to that point in our lives. And no matter what, I'm sorry, no matter what the cost, no matter what it takes, we have to have a mind to suffer. We have to really allow the spirit of God to to what's the word to make us the way that God has designed us to be um I want to end real quick by reading um this last little bit from this book um um, the character of the Lord's worker um let me see if I can find it hopefully it doesn't take that long um okay So this is from the character of the Lord's worker. And it's the last section on a having a mind to suffer. It says a question naturally arises to what extent should we be prepared to suffer? The Bible standard is be faithful unto death. Revelation 2.10. In other words, we have to be prepared for any suffering, even the suffering of death. Of course, we do not want to become an extremist. Yet there is no compromise as far as a mind to suffer is concerned. If there is any compromise, we would rather let the Lord do the compromising. We would rather let the church or the more mature believers balance us. As for ourselves, we have to give our all. If we compromise ourselves, how can we be effective in the work? We will have no way to go on. If we consider our own life to be so precious and hold ourselves carefully by the hand of by sorry and hold ourselves carefully by the hand all the time we will not accomplish much in God's work we all have to be faithful even unto death this is our way 
The Lord will not sacrifice our life simply because we have vowed to be faithful. Nevertheless, it is the Lord's business to preserve our life. We do not preserve it ourselves. It is the Lord's business to arrange everything for us. On our side, we have to be prepared to sacrifice ourselves. We have to be prepared to face every kind of suffering. Brothers and sisters, if you love your life, you will not be able to be faithful even unto death. Those who are faithful even unto death do not love their own life. There's so much more in this book. There's so much more to read, and I, I highly suggest that you pick up a copy of it. Um, I'll put the link in the bio, it, I mean, in the description, not the bio. It's by Watchman Nee. It's called The Character of the Lord's Worker. I, this is such, it's a challenging book to read, but it's a necessary book to read. It stings, it hurts, but it really is molding us into being, you know, being who God called us to be and being able to be fully used by God. So, um, I'm going to pray real quick and then that'll be it. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you. I thank you for those who are listening to this podcast. I pray, God, that you just begin to do something in us that allows us to see suffering the way that you see it. Allows us to be able to be fully submitted and fully devoted to you, God. Let us give our lives over to you, God, and let us not take it back. Help us to remember, God, that our lives don't belong to us, but they belong to you. And so no matter what comes our way, we're willing to go through it. We're willing to suffer through it. We're willing to give ourselves over fully and completely to you and to your work and to your kingdom. Lord, remind us every day that your kingdom, your will, your agenda takes precedence in our lives. Not ourselves, not our comfort, not our lives, not our wants, not our desires, God, but what it, but whatever it is that you want for us. Remind us, God, to submit our will to your will. And even, God, if we have to wrestle with it, just like Jesus did in Gethsemane, Father, let us come to the place where our heart says, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done regardless of what it takes, regardless of what it costs, regardless of what it looks like, regardless of what people think, regardless of what, if there's no one else doing it or whatever the case is, God, let us remember, God, that you have a plan for us and that your plan for us is perfect. God, I pray that we submit every area to our in our lives to you, God, so that way the enemy cannot have anything in us. That when he comes, he will not find any of himself in us because we've been willing to fully submit our lives to you. Help us to lay down those things in us, God, that are not like you. Help us to lay down those mindsets and those dreams and those visions and whatever it is, God, that we have taken on that don't belong to us, but that belong to you. God, we lift you up. And we praise you because of the work that you're doing in us. Do the inner work first, God. So that way the work that we do as an outgrowth of the inner work will be completely and fully for your glory. Father, we praise you. We honor you. And we just thank you for what you're doing in our lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Um, Again, thank you for listening to the podcast today. Um, I pray that it enriched you, that it blessed you, that it, you know, it challenge you and it's helping you grow more and more like Christ. Um, if you have questions and you want to talk more about this, please feel free to contact me. You can email me at hiya, H-I-Y-A at blossomingbrittany.co. Um, you can uh, find me on social media at blossomingbrittany and shoot me a, a message. 
you can also um, find me on the blog, blossomingbrittany.co, and click the contact form um, and reach out to me that way. Um, if you are listening on iTunes, please rate this so that way it goes up. Please also make sure that you share this with your friends and your family. And if you have not already subscribed, what are you waiting for? I got a couple of great things coming up. Um, a couple of interviews with some people, or I guess they're not necessarily interviews, but podcasts with a couple of people who have really begun to impact me and what I'm doing. And I'm really excited to share them with you. So make sure that you, um, are, subscribe and on the list and so you don't miss out on anything so thank you so much for listening today um i look forward to hearing from you um and like i always say let's continue to grow together as we grow in him until next time